talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Yeah, like the lady said, welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. This is Marsha Collier, and Mark Cohen is missing in action today. No, actually, he's, I think he's going to his grandson's softball game or something. Yes, Mark Cohen is old enough to have a grandson. A little bit of technology you need to know there. We're going to have a great show for you today. I have a ton of stuff, a little technology about the Oscars, uh, some Facebook information, uh, perhaps some of the risks of software in the cloud. But most importantly, and I want to get him on the air right now, is my friend Andy Rathbone. Andy is the author of... Andy, how many books are you the author of? Oh, I stopped counting at 50. Uh, stopped counting at 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, your most recent one is Surface for Dummies, which I actually went out and paid green money. <laughs> That's what I heard. And, yeah, I would have mailed you a copy. Upsie. And I went out there and I bought a copy because I wanted in my hands ASAP. And first of all, it's a lovely book. Oh, thank it's you. In full, it's in full color, which makes it so much easier. How did you convince them to do it in full color? Well, that was their idea, and uh, you know, I jumped on it because it, it does make the uh, the print so much easier to read. Uh, a lot of the, oh, yeah. uh, the grayscale stuff, you really can't make out the text in the pictures, but it's really crisp and fine in, in that uh, full color. Which you really kind of need to do because it's sometimes in for dummies books when you're doing screenshots, it gets a little difficult to actually read them, and the whole point of the Surface tablet is that you've got these great, colorful screens, right? Exactly, yes. Another uh, uh, another problem with getting the screens in the book is the uh, screen is so wide on the uh, surface. But um, I was able to, to make the uh, the text larger on the desktop, so it helps helps to, uh, to see it on the, in the book. Um, and for those of you who don't know that little trick that we do use, um, if you're on a PC, press your Control key and the plus sign. And that will make your text larger. And the minus sign will make it smaller again. So, <laughs> Well, that'll do it, it for, your, for your browser, but it won't do it throughout the entire, uh, the entire desktop, you know, Explorer and, uh, and all that. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of in the browser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. Um, so, Andy, I got a Surface RT, and yeah. I love it. And the only problem is... It is such a learning curve for me that I'm having trouble adapting to it. You know, I keep defaulting to my Sony tablet because, A, a lot of the apps that I normally use aren't on there. And, yes, I could use those through Internet Explorer using web versions. But I'm just not there. What have you found is the main barrier to people getting onto the surface? Well, uh, there's two different models of the Surface, so it's important to differentiate between the Surface RT and the Surface Pro. The Surface Pro is like a desktop PC that's just been flattened into a tablet. You can run all your Windows software on there. You can put Photoshop on there, iTunes, and it's just like a desktop PC you can carry around in a, like in a the size of a paperback book. But the uh, Surface RT, you can't run Windows programs on the desktop. And that's uh, that's a, a big stopping point for a lot of people. They just can't break away from iTunes, you know, or or, uh, or Photoshop. Um, 
to make to sweeten the deal, Microsoft did install a copy of um, of Office on Surface RT. So you've got yeah, uh, which Microsoft which is Word, why Excel, yeah, that's PowerPoint. why it works for me perfectly because it's that's you know the main thing that I use uh, in my everyday life aside from the browser. So, you know, I don't look at the Surface RT as my final solution to my computer needs. It's, it's a portable thing that I can use comfortably when I'm not at a laptop or a desktop. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. How, do you, how do you like the Windows 8 interface? Um, I like it a lot on a tablet. I think it, uh, it, it really works well. It's nice to be able to have the start screen where you can be in the back of a taxi cab. You just uh, pick it up and you can go through all your appointments or browse the web or do whatever you need to do to get some instant information. And then once you get to, um, to your hotel room or whatever, you can just set the thing down, fold out the keyboard, and it turns into a laptop. So it's really the best of both worlds, I think, having the, uh, the tablet with Windows 8. When you were writing the book... Give me a couple things that you learned that you were surprised to learn. Oh gosh! Uh, well, you know, I uh, I was uh, surprised one that uh, Microsoft uh, certainly didn't give me a demo unit. I had to go out and buy one the day they were on sale and uh, turn in the book four weeks later. So um, I had to spend a lot of time with the device. Um, it um, it. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed to come alive. Windows 8 on a tablet. It really, um, it really works. I, when I was writing Windows 8 for dummies, I was just frustrated trying to uh, to click on everything with the mouse and the keyboard. It just seemed so awkward. But uh, having the touch really, um, really made Windows 8. Uh, I, I could see where Microsoft was going with it. And I think that in a couple of years, we're going to have touch everything. You know, touch TV, TV sets, touch monitors, touch laptops. So I think then people will realize that Windows 8 really was a little bit ahead of its time. Well, I have a, a touch desktop from Lenovo, and I'm running Windows 7 because I was afraid to install Windows 8 because, ooh, it's so different. And I think one of the reasons you were comfortable with the Surface tablet at the get-go is that you were more comfortable with Surface 8. Uh, I mean, with, with Windows, Windows 8. 8. Yeah, that that could very well be. And also, I picked up a um, a Windows Seven tablet uh, in, in October um, of uh, of uh, about a year and a half ago, I guess. And I used that when I was writing Windows Eight for Dummies as well, just so I could get the touch stuff down. And and uh, you know, I've written three books on Windows Eight, so I'm I'm pretty used to Windows Eight right now. But uh, <laughs> I still don't like it on my desktop. You know, whenever I need to uh, have it on the desktop, I just slide in a hard drive and then uh, turn on the computer. Otherwise, I'm just using Windows 7 on the desktop computers. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be getting rid of Windows 7 anytime soon. I read something recently that there's going to be a major update from Microsoft, whether they're going to make it a surface, uh, service pack or an entirely new OS but they're going to do some overhauling on Windows 8. I read that just recently. Yeah, Windows Blue is the code name for that. Very mysterious. Microsoft's not uh, not talking about what that's going to be. It could be that they're, they're, it's just a plain old service pack, but Microsoft's trying to get everyone talking about it because it's so mysterious. Uh, are, they, are they starting the, um, the Apple marketing techniques? <laughs> oh, they're, yeah, they're definitely copying uh, Apple. I mean, uh, uh, who wouldn't want to copy Apple? I mean, look at the compare the stock prices with Apple in the uh, four hundred dollar range and uh, Microsoft. Uh, what thirty bucks a share? Yeah, but because I'm kind of data driven, <laughs> I look at percentages. 
And if you look at percentages up and percentage down, right now Microsoft is moving up percentage-wise, interestingly. So it's an interesting game to watch, you know, when you're watching the two. But I think Windows 8 was real innovation, which we're not seeing elsewhere. And I think we're not used to it from Microsoft. That's why everybody is so taken aback with Windows 8. They, they've really changed it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I long, go over it, to are it. Are you more comfortable with it now? I don't use it, I confess. Because I have three laptops, <laughs> a Sony Android tablet, and I have the Galaxy Note 2, which is running Jelly Bean. Mm. I mean, I have so many options. I actually end up using the Galaxy Note 2 almost more than anything, but of course I can't use uh, Office on that, but it does allow me to split the screen and run like a web browser and email or Twitter on the screen at the same time, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, you can do that on the Surface RT, but it's a little bit awkward. I I don't like that docking the app on the side, because you just can't adjust the uh, the size. It's a, a set size. Would you explain to everybody what the docking of the apps are? Yeah, well, let's say you're running your your, uh, Windows 8 desktop and you want to be able to check your mail in the mail app, which is part of the start screen. So you can drag the mail app over onto the uh, side of the desktop and it makes a a column, um, maybe three or four inches wide. So it's enough so you can see your email and you can see the new stuff that's coming in, but you can still work on the desktop on uh, on the side. But you can't adjust how big the desktop should be and how big the mail should be. You can't, there's a line in there that you just can't change. So hopefully they'll, they'll fix some of these things with the, uh, the Windows Blue that's coming out. But, uh, now do you think the Windows Blue will be applicable to an ARM processor, which the RT is? Uh, that, I think that the audience should know that's, isn't that the main difference between the Surface Pro and the RT? Yes, yes. That's, that's the, the big difference. Well, and the, you know, the operating system, the, uh, the RT, you just can't run anything on the desktop. That um, You can't install anything on the desktop. You can, you can run um, all the old standbys. But also, I have I, got some angry letters from readers who were upset that uh, Microsoft left FreeCell out of Windows 8. <laughs> yes. Isn't that a, wouldn't that be a smart app to put in the app store? <laughs> well, actually it is, you know, and so that's, uh, I wrote something up, that, I wrote up how to install it on my uh, website because it's there, but I think Microsoft left it out because they're trying to give people a reason to go into the app store and start treading water in that unfamiliar territory and uh, find that app and download it and then say, hey, it's not so hard to install an app once you've got it on the, uh, the device and you start playing with it. Exactly. It, it just it works really well, and it's a beautiful screen. Um, when we come back and uh, after the break, I'm going to ask you some questions out of your book. I'm a big fan of charms, and I think people need to know what charms are. And you have, it has Xbox kind of right built in, so there's a lot of great ways people can handle their media. So when we get back from the break... We're going to talk about managing several sites and lots more with Andy Rathbone. So... It's Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back to Tech Radio. We're live on Twitter. You can tweet me at Marsha Collier. Or after the show, you can tweet at Randy Rathbone if you have any questions. Um, don't forget to check out our page on Facebook, ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com. We'd love to have you on there. We, we post a couple of things a week, and it's a lot of fun for the community. So Andy is the author of Surface for Dummies, his most recent book. After the 50 books, he's totally the Windows expert. And 
that may be true, but I do not call him every time I have a Windows question. I actually go out and buy his books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. Now, and, and, you know, I don't think I'm a Windows expert. I mean, if you want a Windows expert, you'd probably want to talk to Ed Bott or someone who's got uh, certificates and all that stuff to hang on the wall. But I'm, I'm, uh, I consider myself a writer more than an expert in Windows. I mean, I know how to go through something and, and uh, figure out how to make it work and then how to explain that in, in uh, layman's language, you know, stuff that uh, people can understand. Well, you know, it's funny because there's a lot of online places that say I'm an expert in this and I'm an expert in that. And I don't think of myself as an expert either. I'm a writer. I, I translate technology. And I think that's what you do, too. Exactly, yeah. You know, and, and I always, um, I don't assume that the reader knows everything. And I think that if I was an expert, I would, uh, I would assume too much. I mean, I got an email from somebody who uh, bought Windows 8 for dummies and they, they upgraded their old Vista computer to Windows 8. And Uh-oh. then they were upset that, um, that they couldn't get the touchscreen to work on the monitor. And they thought that by installing Windows 8, that their monitor would all of a sudden be touchscreen. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I should have said that in the book. Sorry. Because, no, it, it does not happen that way. But uh, It doesn't astro-magically happen. <laughs> nope, nope. But, uh, you know, he was very disappointed, and I, I, I broke the news to him gently that um, he would need a new monitor. Now, there is a little secret, and you talk about it in your book on the Surface Tablet, because we know that you can't install applications, programs on the RT, but you can install programs on the desktop using sneaky little ways like flash drives and sky drives. You want to tell us the workaround there? To install programs on the desktop? Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, page 120, well, page 125. Oh, that's the Windows Pro. You can do them with a flash drive or from SkyDrive, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's if you, um, you've got a Surface Pro. I cover both models in the book. And, uh, you can, since there's no, um, there's no CD drive or DVD drive in the tablet, obviously, it makes it more difficult to install the software. But what you can do is you can copy it from your CD or DVD onto the flash drive, stick the flash drive into the Pro, and then install it there. And, I, and, you know, I think the world is go, getting away from the uh, the whole installation from disk method. And you can usually download programs and install them that way, which is a lot simpler, I think. Okay, before I ask you another Surface question, I want to know what you, the author, use as your backup for your computer. Oh, well, gosh, I've got... Um, I've got a computer uh, in my office set up, and uh, everything just backs up every night onto that. I make a system image of all the um, all the uh, the Windows 7 computers automatically, and I've got file history set up on the Surface RT. So as soon as I come with, within range of the uh, the wireless network, it backs up uh, the uh, the Surface automatically. To a hard drive? Yeah, to a hard drive. Uh, how many terabytes? <laughs> oh gosh, um, I think I've got uh, two. Two terabyte drives in that one. And what apps do you recommend for the listeners to use? Let's say if they're running Windows 7 or Windows 8 and they have several computers, is there one app or one program that they can use that'll do this? Yeah, they sure can. I just use the one that's built into Windows 7, the the plain old Windows backup. And you can back up two different ways. You can back up a system image, which is uh, the whole enchilada. It just takes a copy of the hard drive, everything and pops it on onto the, uh, the the backup computer so then if your computer's hard drive crashes you can just stick a new hard drive in there 
put the system image on back onto the new hard drive, and then you're right where you started again. I mean, you you um, you don't lose anything. And I also make a backup, but just a regular backup, and that's handy if I want to just go back and cherry pick a file that uh, that I accidentally deleted or a file that I want from last week, which is a lot faster than using the system image. Well, I've been using SkyDrive a lot, uh, sending stuff up. I have directories up on SkyDrive where I'm. Uh, I wouldn't say it's backup, but I put them up there so I can access them anywhere, and I find it very handy and fast. Yeah, I used SkyDrive a lot uh, when I was writing the books. I stored uh, the uh, the whole Windows Surface uh, for Dummies on there, and the Windows 8 for Tablets for Dummies book um, I stored on SkyDrive while I was writing, and it worked fine, really seamless. And SkyDrive, the thing I like about that is when you're using it on a uh, Windows 8 computer, it just takes a um, a folder on your computer, and it mirrors that on SkyDrive. So even if you can't get to SkyDrive, you've still got the um, the backup on your original computer. Now, when it mirrors it, I find I've found that it tends to just move it to SkyDrive. It won't copy over. Is there a command I'm missing? Oh, uh, it should be copying over. Have you um, installed the SkyDrive desktop program? Uh, no, I just have a little icon at the bottom of my screen. Uh, you know, in the toolbar at the bottom. Yeah. Well, it should be, um, uh, if you go to uh, C, Windows, Users, Marsha, and then there should be a SkyDrive folder in there. And that will yes, have a Yes, that's the one I'm doing, yeah. It's just, it's just uh, move, it's empty? I mean, there's nothing in there? Oh, no, there's plenty of stuff in there, but I find if I drag a folder onto it, the whole folder goes to SkyDrive versus mirroring it. I have to Control-C and then Control-V. Hmm. Well, it should be syncing automatically. I don't know. Well, go figure. Okay. Well, I'll have to play with it. Over there. Yeah, we'll have. Yeah, I don't (laughs) want to admit to Ed Bot all I screw up. You know. (laughs) So uh, Windows Update. That's interesting because it does not automatically when you get your Surface tablet. um, The Windows Office Preview is there. And it, you have to kind of work around a little bit to get the full thing on there. You want to tell the listeners how to do that? Yeah, Microsoft, oddly enough, they, they put the preview version on the uh, Surface RT, the preview version of the uh, Office uh, Home and Studio version, which has Microsoft Word and Excel and PowerPoint. But they didn't make it so that it is an automatic upgrade, that when you yeah. connect to the Internet uh, through Windows Update, it won't automatically upgrade. It's considered an optional upgrade. Now, I, I don't know why they would leave it optional. I mean, they should just make it a, uh, a mandatory upgrade. It would make it so much easier for people. But what you have to do is you go to the, um, the desktop, use Windows Update from the desktop, and then you go to see the waiting updates, look under optional updates, and there you'll find the, um, the, the way to check the box and get the real version of Office on your Surface RT. Yeah, I, that was a little secret I couldn't figure out. But, yeah, you poke around long enough, you can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. T- tell us about using a stylus. Now, you can use a stylus on the RT as well, although it doesn't come with a stylus. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. Um, you know, Microsoft started making tablets uh, a decade ago, and they, they saw doctors using them uh, you know, to write up notes for their patients and whatnot. So they really saw a stylus as a replacement for a notepad where you could actually write on it. And so they did a lot of work with handwriting recognition. And uh, they don't really talk about it much, but you can use a stylus on your Surface RT or your Surface Pro, and there's a little handwriting recognition panel you can use instead of the pop-up keyboard on the bottom. 
and you can write in cursive or block letters or whatever you want. It figures out what you're writing, it translates it into text and pops it into your um, into your document, which is which is really handy for people who prefer to write or who are holding a tablet and uh, and just need to jot down some things. And then, actually, I do I do that on my Galaxy Note. I've actually sent handwritten emails. Yeah, thank you notes because it's so much nicer in handwriting. Yeah. And but, sometimes um, well, wait, you're you're sending the actual handwritten. Uh, yeah, you can do that it, on the Galaxy Note. It oh, wow. saves it as a ping. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But is there anything people have to set up specifically to use the handwriting recognition on the Surface or the? Well, the Surface has uh, uh, four different keyboards you can choose from, and if you hit the um, touch the little um, Surface icon at the bottom. And then there'll be an arrow, and you can choose between the four different um, four different keyboards. If you choose the one that looks kind of like a uh, a pair of lines on it, that's the one that's the handwriting recognition, and you can start writing on there. The one thing I like is um, uh, talking about styluses is on Microsoft OneNote. They've got it where you can just take your notes and write them on there, and they stay written by uh, by hand. I mean, you still got your cursive um, writing yeah. on there. But it'll, it'll, in the background, it'll translate it into text and index it. So if you're in class and taking notes or at a, a meeting somewhere and you take your notes, then you can search for it later. And even though they're still written in your OneNote application as handwriting, it'll still be indexed so you can find the words that you've written. And that, uh, that blows me away. That's, that's really handy. That, that sounds really cool. I don't use OneNote enough, and I really need to, to figure that out. Now, you mentioned how to activate it on a... Pro, how about on the RT? Oh, it's the same way. It's the same way. Okay. The only difference between the Pro and the RT as far as the stylus goes is that the stylus is much more accurate on the Pro. It uses a, um, a, a different uh, technology, and it's also got palm blocking, so you can rest your, your palm on the screen while you're writing, and it won't. And um, that's only on the Pro? That's only on the Pro, yes. You've got to be a little more so careful Andy, on the RT. Andy, we burned a half hour here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've already burned a half hour. I want to thank you for being on, unless you'd like to stay with me for another uh, ten minutes after the break. <laughs> well, sure. Okay, so Andy Rathbone, thank you so much. Tell us which books you have out right now. Uh, well, I've got the Windows 8 for Dummies, the Surface uh, for Dummies, and uh, it's coming out uh, in a couple of weeks, Windows 8 for Tablets for Dummies. Oh, my goodness. Well, stay with us. Andy's going to stay. And I have so many stories to do. Oh, my. Okay, well, this is Marsha Collier and Andy Rathbone on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Heimer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks, with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one cool sculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. 